Hi there, welcome to the very first episode of The Marketing Juggle. My name is Anne Nealon and I have a digital marketing agency called Nealon Digital and we work with small businesses to get more customers and increase sales using easy and effective digital marketing techniques. The Marketing Juggle is a podcast where we talk to small business owners about how they use digital marketing in their business from SEO and search and social to catalogs and leaflet drops and even picking up the phone to call their customers. Today, I'm joined by a Jathine Hiscock from Spark Shoes, a small independent shoe shop in Beecroft, a suburb in Northwest Sydney. Hi, Jathine, and thanks for joining me today. First of all, just tell us about your business, who you are, what you do, what your business is all about. Okay, so it's a family company, been around for, will be 90 at the end of this year. I'm fourth generation in footwear and we go for like the middle to upper market. Yeah, children's and women's. Okay, great. And so who started it? Like, so you're fourth generation. Who was the first? So 1931, my great-grandfather, yeah, great-grandfather, he started with a bootmaking repairs business and then it went to his son. Then my grandparents, so his brother, my grandparents bought it. And then my parents bought the business and now I'm involved in the business as well. So I don't actually own anything in it, but I kind of feel like I do. Oh, gosh, when you've grown up with it, of course you feel like you... Yeah, I was born in a shoebox. <laughs> it was funny, I was only showing my kids this morning, my youngest, my six-year-old, and she's really cranky because she can't tie shoelaces. And I'm like, but I could tie shoelaces before I started kindergarten. <laughs> cranky. <laughs> So shoes are in your blood. Definitely, definitely. And what do you love about working in retail, in footwear, in your family business? Like what are the things that you love? I love working with my mum. That's one of my favourite things. I love the fact that we can scream at each other and still be best friends at the end of the day. I love, that's gorgeous. Yeah. We connect really, really well and work really well together. Yeah. But I love working with my staff. My staff are awesome. And I just love the community and the the customers and the people that I meet every day. My customers have become friends. They're not just some random that walks in, buys shoes and leaves again. Yeah, because you're in the, a small community in Sydney, yeah. a little village and yeah, yeah, people know you, you're part of the community. Yeah, so, you know, and I don't know, I do a lot of work within the community too, so I kind of think that probably helps. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what you love about it. What would you change? What don't you like about it? At the moment, I don't like COVID. <laughs> Like there's people that are professionals that are still able to work and like the government's told us to shut down at the moment. And as mum always says, I can go broke on my own. I don't need the government making me go broke because I can't open the doors. Oh my God, that's such a good quote. Yeah. And um, she's always said that I can go broke on my own. I don't need somebody else to help me. Yeah. It's like that sort of stuff. It's more business background stuff that takes so damn long that you don't have the understanding and the experience. Like accounting, that just drives me insane. I'm not a numbers person. Right. Can't, can't do that. And then mum's not a numbers person really either and she does all the accounting and then every so often she wrote me and help me with this. I'm like, I've got no freaking clue what you're doing. <laughs> like, it's beyond me. 
There is so much that small business owners have to do, don't you? Like you have to be this kind of jack of all trades and yeah, get customers walk in the door and you're like, damn it, like I know I really have to serve you, but I'm bloody busy out the back. You only get having a look around in the chat and like <laughs> love that, but I've got work to do. Yeah, and it's interesting. I always think that, you know, you get into it because well, for you, you know, you're following your family legacy, but it's it's a shoe shop and it's footwear and that's what you love. You didn't get into it because you wanted to be an accountant. Um, yeah, you've got to know everything and it's hard to know absolutely everything. Yeah. We try not to outsource as much as possible because we like to, well, first of all, you freak out when you've got to outsource something because you think it's going to be really expensive, which okay. nine times out of 10 it is. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like you haven't, we're perfectionists, mum and I, and so then you feel like you haven't got control over it either. Yeah, I'd say you're not alone in that thinking. Yeah, if you do it yourself, you've got the control. Yeah. yeah. It becomes this kind of vicious circle, doesn't it, where you're doing things yeah. that you don't enjoy or you're not good at, but because you want to be in control, you hold onto them really tightly. Yeah, and, and then Dad says, well, you know, you've got to make money, you've got to spend money to make money. It's like, yeah, I know that, but... <laughs> You know that in your head head versus heart kind of thing. Yeah. All right, let's get on to marketing. How do you guys promote your business? How do people hear about you, find out about you? Massive, massive word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Forums, get get like local community forums, Facebook groups and stuff like that. Our name gets mentioned a lot. The biggest thing is word of mouth and that's really hard to capture. Yeah. But then we also have, we do Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. So people can follow us there. I also have a little select group that are like what we call our Sparks family, Sparks Shoes family. And that's just a really, really tiny select group of our customers that we're really, really close with, our VIPs basically. And we keep in touch with them in a different way that we keep in touch with the general public. How does that, I guess, because I think those sorts of loyalty programs are awesome, but how, you know, do they then promote on your behalf? How do, how do they help you grow or build? Your- we know that they're our biggest fan club. Okay. They tell everyone about us. So it's right. their little way of finding out what's coming in before everybody else does, keeping in touch with them separate to everybody else. It's like having a your Facebook group, but you're only promoting to your family. Yeah. Do they buy more, do you think? Like since you've done that, do they buy Definitely. more? Definitely. Yeah. So their sales have increased? Yeah. And we also do Google advertising mm-hmm. and we do Facebook advertising and Insta advertising as well. Okay, so you do lots of different things. It's hard to gauge, but we've definitely increased our followers by doing that. We've also got this really fabulous advert that we do that if... So I don't even know how it does because they outsource that to you guys. There's a link from our website on Facebook and anyone who's then liked us, has been on our website and then I don't know what it's called. Retargeting. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, yeah retargeting. <laughs> And then they like, they, it comes up on their Facebook group and they like that. And so then I invite them to join and follow us on Facebook. So that's been a huge way that we've increased our, our following. Okay. Were you hesitant about trying that? Well, you know, how did you decide that that was something you wanted to try? Because I'm specifically wanting to get the people that have, that are actually interested in us I actually prefer that method of advertising because it's the people that are specifically interested in us, we're targeting at them. So they've been on our website. They've obviously seen something. Now we're popping up on their Facebook. Now they can keep following us because we're not just 
general advertising to the majority public of our catchment. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Highly targeted. Yeah. Specific. It's really, really specific. They've they've given you a signal that they're interested in you and you're following up on that signal. So you're not doing the spray and pray. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Spray and pray. (laughs) And how much of this do you do yourself? Like we did there, disclaimer, we do do... My company does do some of the management of your marketing for you. But how much would you say you do yourself versus how much you outsource? I do my own website. Like Mm -hmm. I I build it. What do you build your website in? We're using BigCommerce. Okay. So I keep that all up to date by myself. I do my own posts on Facebook and Instagram, but then it's the advertising that I attempted to do one day. looked at it and went, oh, this is way too hard. Yeah. (laughs) up and then a couple of years later after I met you guys said can you do that for me because I think that is what that's what I want but I didn't know how to do it yeah it's interesting isn't it like you get to a point where you do the organic stuff the posts Mm. and the website there's this kind of foundation that you can take care of yourself but if you want to take it to that next level next level it's just way too difficult and do a tech background yeah I tried it we threw money at it it didn't work and I turned it off again yeah. And when you say it didn't work, what was your measurement or how, what was your gauge for that? There was absolutely no views or clicks on a Google ad. Okay. So yeah, if it's not going to get us anything, then yeah. we'll put money at it. And knowing when to stop, now it's obviously working for you. Yes. Because I didn't know how to target it specifically when I just clicked right. something and went, oh, I wonder what that is. Yeah. And I'm very much that kind of person that I'll just press a button on a computer. <laughs> Good. You're too afraid to press that button. Oh, that's my mother. So my mom, she's like, I'm going to break it. I'm like, now everything's got to be reversible. Even if I can't reverse it, somebody else will reverse it for me. You can't break the internet. No, no. It's <laughs> my favourite. So we've kind of talked a little bit about it. So what do you feel works best for you for promoting your business? I also do some advertising with Facebook group that's a really like it's Hills District Mums and they've got like, I don't know, 30,000 women following this group and that's huge. So I do that as well. I'm supposed to do it once a month, but I'm really, really bad and it's once every six months kind of thing. But I do some blogs for them and then they promote those blogs as well. And I think more than anything, it's just we'll have people come and say, oh, yeah, I've, uh, and we'll say, well, how did you hear about us? Oh, yeah, I just knew about you. And it's just that our name's there coming up every so often. And so in the back of their mind, they're like, oh, they're Sparks. Oh, yeah, they're Sparks. Yeah. It's that legacy, isn't it? You know, multi-generational, built over time. And yeah, you've got some Google AdWords going. You've got some Facebook going. You do your blogs. You've, yeah. That sounds like a little bit of a partnership with, Hills District. There's no one, you know, correct me. One thing you've got to do that it's all kind of compounds. Yeah. As my brother says, throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. (laughs) But it sounds like quite a few clumps stick. Yeah, it does. I mean, sometimes it doesn't work. It's like, yeah, stop doing that one. Yeah. And do you measure, like, what's the measurement like that you use to? I'm really bad. It's a gut feel. Okay. Like I can see, for example, that, and I'll always ask like a new customer, oh, how'd you hear about us? Mm-hmm. Just to get a gauge and an idea where yeah. people are hearing about us from to know whether what I've done's worked. So like I did some work with the Multiple Births Association and that only worked the once, 
But I got some loyalty from that, but then most of them have dropped off. You know, I'll probably go back and do it again, but it's not something I'll go chasing. Right. Yeah. So you can't, you're measuring it in up here. Yeah. I'm not a very data-driven person (laughs) in that respect. I think you're alone in that. (laughs) (laughs) What do you like the most about digital marketing or promoting your business? What do you like about it? So hard to promote yourself. That's so tricky. Mm. When I do stuff online though, I talk to people as if they're in store with me. Brilliant. Yeah. And with like with COVID at the moment, we're getting heaps of emails. And so I'm doing choosing shoes via email, which is really tricky. But like I'll say, I'll say, now have a look at this and I'll link it to either a photo or something on our website. And then I'll talk to them about the item that I'm sending them to go and look at as if they're actually in store. Yeah, perfect. But yeah. that's what technology lets us do. It lets us be human over the internet. Yeah. You know, be when you're not in person kind of thing. Yeah. Actually, one of our biggest things only in the last couple of weeks was I sent an email out to like, we've got a huge, we've got a database of over 5,000. And during COVID, I'm just trying to send out regularly and say, hi, don't forget about us. We are here. Can we help you? Last week, I sent an email out that was not actually directed to, hi, we're here, do you want to buy something from us? It was just purely, I'm checking in on you. Mm-hmm. How are you? I know it's really tough. I'm finding it really tough. I'm thinking about you guys so much. The amount of replies I got, I still haven't been able to reply to everybody. And I'm this wow. this person that I've got to reply to everybody. If they send me an email, I've got to reply. Oh my gosh. It was huge. Just it, the outpouring that came back that said, oh my God, thank you for thinking about us. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because it means people feel like this online, you know, it's different to being in person and it is different mm, person. Yeah. But when you get it right, you can create that human connection because we have all been in email and social media, they've been part of our day-to-day lives for a long yeah. time. It's when you be that human rather than that business. And I think that's where as a small business, we can do something that's completely different. Like when you get an email from David Jones or Veronica Main or, you know, whoever, they're just a massive multinational company and they couldn't care less about you. They're just trying to sell you something. Yeah. When I send an email, it's a genuine email. Yes. And I think that's the difference. Yeah. I'm not trying to promote something. Yeah, sure. That's the underlying factor. I do want you to buy from me. Don't forget about me. But it's more about how are you and what's your week been? This has been my week and I tell them about my week. And building the relationship. Yeah. Well, it's just like they're in store and I'm talking to them. Yeah. And do you yeah. use email much? You haven't really mentioned it up until that point. I'm really bad. I don't use it as much as I should. <laughs> it's one of our better ways of communicating and we have a really high click-through rate mm-hmm. and an open rate. It is pretty big. Some areas of it more than others and I should be using it a lot more than I do. Why why don't you? What stops you when you know that it works? What's the barrier there? I don't want to bombard my customers. And then you but then you got your I feel like I know session now. And then you got that great response. (laughs) I know, but like you get so much junk in your email and it's like flick that, flick that. You don't even open it. And then if you're constantly getting an email, it just drives you nuts. If they like you and have a feel a bond with you and have a relationship yeah. with you and feel like that what they get from you is valuable. Look, they might get an email once a month. That would be on a good week. On a good month. 
on a good quarter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So what are the goals for your business? Like, you know, I know we're in a bit of a difficult spot, you know, we're in the middle of the COVID lockdown oh, and they're recording this, but, you know, what before that, what are the goals for your business? It's a so interesting. It's a fourth generation family business. You know, where do you go? What happens? Is it the next eight generations or tell me about what's the family? What are your goals? I would like to grow my online. Mm-hmm. Would slow to happen, and especially in footwear, it's difficult because it's got to fit. But that is that's slowly happening. Just getting more people to find out about us and who we are and what we are and what we do and what makes us different from everybody else. And how are you planning to do that? Like, what's your plan to achieve that goal? I don't know. Keep <laughs> going with what I'm doing. <laughs> Have you seen like I do? Like, I've done so much more marketing in the last. 18 months, two years than I've ever done in the last 20 years I've been working with mum full-time. Wow. What did you used to do? Like before the last two years, how did you promote your business before? Um, A post on Facebook. So originally it was a post on Facebook once a month, then once a week, then expand it to Instagram, then when I remembered to put a post up. (laughs) Um, So then discovering, oh... I can actually schedule these. This is really interesting. Let's try that. (laughs) So, you know, then it was twice a week and it's slowly gotten more and more. And then it's like, oh, I've got an email list. What the hell am I going to do with that? So we used to do mail outs. Okay. Way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been doing, so we had 7,000, we would have had about 7,000 on a mailing list. Oh my gosh. And we used to mail by snail mail every year to all those customers. And then we had, so that was for specifically for children. Mm-hmm. And that was every age bracket. Like we didn't isolate it down. It was everything from a first walker to someone whose kids had left school kind of thing that we hadn't taken them off the list. And then we had another, we've got another German brand, a couple of German brands that have got a massive following. And so then we had another 200 that we would phone twice a year to say, the shoes are in, do you want to come have a look at them? Like you used to ring them all. Yes. Wow. Personal touch. Totally. (laughs) So, you know, so over the years we've gone, oh, okay, so we can isolate it down to, we now got your email address. So instead of mailing to you, we can email you. And then I'd be emailing women's versus children's. And then once I got to into with you guys, and you and Damien were like, well, you know, you can isolate that down again. And I'm like, oh, really? So now everyone's getting their own piece of information that they're actually interested in. So the mother with a first walker is not getting information about school shoes that she's nowhere near ready for. Right. Yeah. And the results speak for themselves, like your open rates and click-through rates on those. particularly. Oh, I'm sure they've rates. increased. Yeah. And does anyone miss the phone call? Has anyone said to you, oh, gee, I wish you'd still call me and tell me when those shoes come in? Well, see, some of those we still have to because they're an elderly clientele. Yeah. Haven't got an email address or, oh, I've got an email, but I don't know how to use it. Oh, bless them. <laughs> Set that up for me. Right, we'll just keep phoning you in that case. So we've sort of whittled it down to like 50 now that we still phone out of the 200. But then at the same time, we've increased that number. So we're well beyond the 200 now that we send out to specifically for that German product. Wow. That's yeah. great. That's what makes you special, right? Is that tailoring communication and tailoring mm. the marketing to the people. 
Yeah. Yeah. Those segments and going, well, I know a phone call is going to work for you, but you're okay to receive an email now. Painting things as you can. Yeah. That's good. And a couple more questions. What advice would you give other small businesses about using digital marketing? Like, you know, there's lots of people who are hesitant. I saw a stat the other day that something like 40% of small businesses don't have a website. Find that. Yeah. No, I know a lot of small businesses that are don't have a website or one in particular who's it's COVID. So, oh God, we don't have a website. We better set one up. Yeah. So what advice? Me for information and advice. I'm like, just do it. If you want to try achieve something, you've got to do it. So what advice do you give to, you know, other small businesses? You said you're active in the community. I'm really bad. I'm like, just do it. If you're frightened, just phone me. I'll help you. <laughs> so you're becoming an agency. <laughs> oh, that's like a bit too hard for me. But I know a couple, Anne and Damien, and can help you. <laughs> but serious, in all seriousness, you know, based on your... Oh, give it a crack. Just start. If nothing else, start it. Like if you use Facebook, try a Facebook page for your business. If you use Instagram, because that's where you feel more comfortable do an Instagram page. Just whatever you feel comfortable with, just give it a go. You might only post once a month like I did when I first started or, you know, slowly build it up to once a week. You don't have to. You don't have to go out there and be the best straight away. Yeah. Just do it slowly. Do it as you feel comfortable. God, it's taken me, I don't know, how long have I had a Facebook business page for, I guess, eight years. It's taken me four years to actually feel comfortable to use the damn thing when I set it up. Just because you see some kid dancing going viral, that's not business marketing. No. Slow Mm. burn. Yeah. Build up consistency. And even once I started finding out about Facebook groups and then discovered that like I could reply in massive forums, that was scary. The first couple of times I did it, I'm like, oh, shit, like, have I done the right thing? And then suddenly you're either getting likes or comments or replies and stuff. It's like, oh, somebody actually does value my opinion. So I'll give it another try. And then another try. And all of a sudden you just go, oh, yeah, it's all cool. I'll just reply to that one. It's very daunting, isn't it, at first, people? Huh. You know, scary as hell. And putting yourself out there. And people scary as hell. Because we hear so much about the trolls. But most people are supportive. Yes, definitely. And a lot of those groups, people are just looking for an answer. They're looking for help. And if you can help them in a supportive way that's not promotional, you know, not overly salesy. And if you're going to do it, though, be upfront and be honest with them. Yep. Honesty is the biggest thing people are looking for. So I will always start off a reply on community posts that this is who I am and this is my business and this is about us. Now I'll answer your question. Yeah, so you're up front. Yeah, they don't want to be, go and have a look at my business without you saying that it is actually my business because they get in, they go, so you just sucked me in to shop with you. Like that's just so dishonest. Yeah, it's coming back from that being just trying to help. Yeah, be transparent. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say? Anything else about digital marketing or... Just give it a go. Yeah. And if you don't know, ask someone. Great advice. It's like when computers started coming out and I can remember the age old thing was mum and dad went from the the dark ages to Microsoft. And the thing was, give a kid a can of Coke and they'll teach you how to use your computer. (laughs) Ask someone. Everyone's happy to talk. Yeah, you don't have to figure it out by yourself. No, and then you'll find that they've got a connection that you can use 
to move on to, that someone's got more information that they can assist you with. So you give it a go. It's funny, isn't it? Coming back to what we were talking about earlier about wanting to be in control. Yeah. Makes it hard to ask for help. Yeah. So if you're not sure, find someone you trust. Okay. Yeah, that's great advice. Don't just ask the internet. (laughs) Don't just ask the internet. (laughs) Ask a friend. Find a friend. (laughs) All right. That was amazing. Thanks so much for sharing, JT. That was great. So interesting to hear your story. Thanks for sharing it with everybody here listening. And I wish you all the best of luck as you continue trying new things and getting more customers into your business. Thanks a lot. See you later.